Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following His lead in the great Northwest. Well, this is Dust Kunkel here again for the Now Leading Podcast with President Paul Linneman, and uh, we thought we'd do something a little different. We've been getting into some a little bit heady topics, and so it's uh, kind of diving down into a little bit more, something just a little bit different, like Monty Python says, and now for something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Um, we're, we wanted to talk a little bit about joy in ministry, just what that looks like uh, for us um, individually, and, and maybe that'll kick things off for the listener on the other side of this who's listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, you know, I think about joy, it's something that touches the eternal you know there's mm. some there's a transcendent quality about it and it's it's just it fills mm. your heart yeah in a very special way yeah it's it's uh instead of being like uh the the candy that i buy at the candy store of of happiness it's something a little more substantial it's right. like a it's like having a meal or at least a taste of a meal that's filling mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. provides you energy mm-hmm. for the future as well as as a sense of purpose and mm-hmm. meaning, it kind of grounds you, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, it's why we got into this this ministry to begin with, even yeah. if we didn't always know it. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, what are you thinking about when you think of joy in ministry? Well, for me, my thoughts immediately go back to kids, probably mm. first, being able to interact with kids and. Um, just the the spontaneity, the the happiness mm-hmm. that seems to swirl around many children, yeah, and and just the energy and excitement they have about right. their life and about their world. That there's a lot of joy that I take from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they they don't come to things too with too many preconceived notions. They just sort of take it as it is. That's right. what kids do. Right. Yeah, and they and they're curious. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a curiosity and an energy about about them. When um, when I was leading our Redeemer and Tigard, uh, we started a preschool f- mm. the last couple of years of my ministry there, and just being with the the preschoolers was just such a a, a neat okay. thing. Um, if I was having a hard time, I'd just go downstairs for a few minutes right. and just <laughs> say hi or just look in and and witness what was going on. And there's just mm-hmm. there's just a joy and an energy about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So connect that to being a leader for me, because uh, I guess I'm thinking so often we are given these models of leadership that uh, require us to portray being in charge or having our stuff together or, uh-huh. you know, being if, if I don't look like I have it together, then what are people going to think about where we're going, you know? Kind of an attitude, right? I, well, and that what is what's behind that? Right. It's fear, it, exactly. The opposite of joy is fear, uh-huh. and it's when we approach a situation without a the the cloud or specter of fear mm-hmm. that we have a much better chance of experiencing joy, right? And uh, and fear, well, scriptures tell us that it, perfect love casts out fear, right? And so when we contact the love of, of God and Jesus Christ mm. 
in the context of our personal relationships, there's joy there. Sure. And that, it, it's sort of independent of circumstances, you know. Um, sometimes joy is experienced in some very tragic circumstances. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have to be happiness. Happiness and joy are not synonyms. Right. I think uh, that happiness can be a, a constituent of joy, but it doesn't even necessarily have to be. Right. We don't have to be happy about something mm. to be joyful about it. It's a deeper, a much deeper thing that we're talking about. It's transcendent. Yes. There's a transcendent quality. Mm-hmm. And I think we were made for joy. I really do. You know, um, joy is, uh, is a quality mm-hmm. of life. And um, it's just deeper. You and I, right before this, before I push record, we're talking about um, doing... Uh, versus seeing, I think, is what we were talking about. Uh Um, Dig into that a little bit. Uh, When I do something and being focused on doing it instead of seeing it unfold. Okay. Being being a participant observer Mm -hmm. as opposed to being the actor. Right. Yeah, we watch God doing his thing. Yeah. And and I think that can happen sometimes through our words or actions. Mm-hmm. And then we watch it unfold. Mm-hmm. You know, remember those time-lapse photography things when yeah. they were yeah. kind of the rage and you'd see a flower bud just like open? Right, in, in 10 seconds but, yeah. or less. Or yeah. less. Uh-huh. You know, you'd see it happen very, very quickly. Joy is kind of like that to me, mm. um, where you see the bud of it. Yeah. But then when when it unfolds, right. it's it, it's just magnificent. Mm-hmm. And it's overwhelming. It happens so quickly mm-hmm. that you can't take it all in. And yeah. it's certainly not something that you can take credit for. Right. It's what, what God accomplishes right. in the heart of a person. It's that Holy Spirit moment yeah. where where they just see. Right. You know. I, I miss that. I yeah. I miss seeing that. <laughs> I, as I was listening to you, I was thinking of some moments in my own life and service in how they're all connected to watching that light bulb come on right. is another way to put it. Or right. seeing seeing someone suddenly go, oh, I, I get it. Or even in the midst of some real, in a dark moment, mm-hmm. um, seeing God at work in, in the details of that right. person's life. It has so very little to do with me, really. All those joy moments. It's as if I'm caught up in this wave of whatever God's doing in mm-hmm. that, either in that group or in that person that I'm next to, mm-hmm. and I get, I just get to be there. You know, it's like I get to be in the room, but I I didn't really plan this. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's so serendipitous so much of the time. Right, right. You know? a, a metaphor that that has worked for me over the years is the old dot to dot. Yeah. Pictures where you'd have the dots and they're all numbered, and if you connect them in order. Yeah. A picture emerges mm-hmm. from that, and um, some of them were really hard. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> when, when when the picture wasn't so apparent, um, but but some of them were were, were very clear. Mm. And I, I think what we're talking about is that moment when that picture emerges from scattered yeah. uh, data points, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden the picture emerges. And a person gets the opportunity to see something, a reality they didn't see before. Yes. And in in many ways, it's a it's a heart shaped reality mm. that that is the heart of God for mm-hmm. people. And when they see that, that's me too. 
Yes. It's a kind of an amazing thing. It is. It's a beautiful thing. It's a very beautiful thing. So we're in a way we we talked about diving into joy and where this thing would go because we we didn't have a whole we didn't have a plan for this conversation. No, we did no. that on purpose yeah. because you just you said it more than once. Joy is transcendent. And so we're we're we kind of been all over the map here trying to describe this sense of something being a part of something bigger. Right. And and how that drew us in to begin with, how that undergirds why we do what we do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's a line in the liturgy that really speaks to me when we think about this, that picture of a foretaste of the feast to come. Mm-hmm. It's revelation, you know, the, the, um, the revelation to John paints a picture of what we anticipate. Yeah. And there, every so often we have the opportunity to experience that yeah. in, in, in somewhat of a detached way. Mm. Um, another another metaphor that I've used over the years is coming home from a long day and opening the door and smelling your favorite dinner. Right. Um, what we experience on this side of heaven is only the aroma. Mm. We don't get beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know, I you can talk about the Lord's Supper, and that's actual eating and drinking. I don't necessarily want to go there. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the experience that we have on mm-hmm. this side of heaven, and the experience of being in fellowship with God and being in fellowship with one another is something that our flesh keeps us from fully knowing. Right. And so, in a way, it's like this aroma that just kind of draws you in, and it whets your appetite for the yeah. meal. And that meal will happen when we sit down at the banquet mm-hmm. feast mm-hmm. Um, that John describes in Revelation, where mm-hmm. we sit around the table, and that table is filled with people that we know mm-hmm. and, and new saints that we're meeting. Yes. But everybody has a place card. Yeah. So you know how you go to a party or you're going <laughs> to a place and you want to check out, what's my place? Yep. And who am I sitting with? Yeah. And you look for your name, and it's a powerful thing when mm-hmm. you see your name on a card. Because it means someone thought about you before you got there. That's right. And yeah. prepared for you. And prepared a place for you. That right. sounds familiar. Does it? That's joy. Uh, yes. You know, that's joy. That we, right. we have a place to belong, that we have a place that was planned and, and, and set yeah. apart for us. And we get the chance to right. fully experience it. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that in a big way. You and me both. You know, the world we the world we live in on on in exterior ways is the opposite. It the foretaste that it gives us is one of darkness and the further along we go, the darker things get in our lives a lot of times and things begin yeah. to fall apart. Burdens pile up. Burdens pile up um, and yet this the joy, the transcendence, which is at the core of us. Mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis called it the memory and desire. Mm-hmm. It's that 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 part of us that that really connects with something so much deeper and, and broader and, right. and larger, that draws us towards what um, what God has for us. It it shows that we're made for something more. Yes, and we are. And we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Paul, take us back to. Um, with this this understanding of joy and take us back to being a leader in an organization mm-hmm. in a in a school or an early childhood center mm-hmm. in a ministry that's the question for for this podcast yes is how can 
I, how can you as a leader help people get a, get a, a whiff right. of that aroma of joy mm-hmm. that God set apart for them? Mm. And, you know, it, it, it's not really within our ability to manufacture that. Right. But we are an instrument in the hand of the Holy Spirit. Yes. In, and how we make ourselves available for giving him the opportunity mm-hmm. To help people experience that joy, we get to we get to point at what he's up to, and we get to sometimes um, grab someone by the hand and, and go, "Come this way and have a look at this." And I think sometimes that's the best thing that we could possibly do is just say, "Hey, come and see." Yep, that's that's the blessing of being involved with little kids. Yeah, is that they are by nature curious mm. and are interested in discovery. Right. So all you have to do is kind of point them. Yep. And um, adults, it's a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, to, to maintain that spirit of curiosity and yeah. inquiry as a child mm-hmm. is a contagious thing too. It is. And if you can model that and, and demonstrate that in your relationships with people, mm-hmm. um, you can help them get there, I think. Yeah. You can be that instrument of blessing. Well, brother and sister, wherever you are listening to this podcast, we hope you're encouraged, and we hope that uh, in, one, in even a small way that you see your ability to be an influence in your sphere and the opportunity to live in joy and to draw other peoples to be a part of that too. Yeah, our prayer is that you experience that joy and that you have the chance to reflect it. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, thank you. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.